Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Delighted to welcome to the hot desk uh, the lovely Heather Pritchett. Heather, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What good lo- morning, Heather. She's got such a lovely voice, hasn't she? She's Absolutely really pitch perfect for radio. <laughs> now, Heather is the uh, the owner and the MD and, and head guru of uh, Agenda Communications. Uh, based in Crewe, yeah? Uh, yes. Well, in mixture, I have a business partner as well so um, who's based over in North Wales. So we're, we certainly cover all of the North West. And in fact, we have clients all over the country. Fabulous. Now then, Heather is very, very good with words. Are you taking note, Des? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Communications are such a vital part of what goes on anyway, but even more so now we're coming out of COVID, hopefully. Heather, can you just give us a kind of overview of, of what you do and the importance of what you do for companies wanting to communicate? Sure. Well... My background is as a journalist. I used to work as a reporter in various local newspapers around Greater Manchester and I actually finished up as the editor of the Oldham Advertiser quite a while ago. Uh, but I moved out of that into business publications and I became more and more interested in the fact of the dialogue between managers and employees because, of course, communication is a two-way street. It's not just about giving information. It's about listening as well. And that's very much what Agenda is about. And we, our services are a mixture of producing communications like internal magazines for people um, and uh, other sorts of, of writing, but also listening exercises like um, surveys for people, focus groups, anywhere, anything that will facilitate that communication between the people um, on the on the shop floor at the cold face and their management teams because it's great to try and promote that dialogue because everybody wants to, to make their work really uh, work well and uh, be productive. Nobody ever got up in the morning and thought, I really don't want to enjoy going to work. Indeed. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Now then... Um Covid has seen a huge shift in the way people work. Um, a lot of people are still and look to the, probably going to be for a while to be working from home. Has the importance of that communication between managers and, and outworkers um, has that has the role changed? Has the mode changed, um, Heather? I, I think the whole world has changed, and I suspect that the world is actually never going to go back to how it was before. And some of the work we've been doing with people has been looking at maybe there's a different model in the future. Perhaps people have enjoyed working from home, perhaps not all the time. All those challenges around home homeschooling and perhaps working in a cramped space with difficult um, difficult to get hold of the right kit and so on. But many people find that a combination could work really well. They love the idea of still going into the office, having that banter with their colleagues, that interaction, and being able to learn from each other. But they also like the balance of more home life, perhaps, as well, perhaps getting away from the commute and being able to have more time that's not wasted in just getting to and from the office. But maintaining that communication at that time can be really hard. And we have lots of tools available to us now. We've got things like 
Teams, Zoom, all of those, which I think we've all become really familiar with. But you've still got to think about the person who perhaps is the quiet one in the corner who's not feeling confident enough to talk. And maybe there's still a role for some of these other things that we can use. And also for managers just to talk to their staff on a one-to-one basis. An email from, from the head of the organization just reassuring people that the business is still sound, they will come out the other side, making sure people feel part of a team. So, Heather, a, a, a good um, leader, a strong leader, is a mixture of um, a cocktail of, of different qualities. Uh, obviously, communication has to be up there with the uh, top three. What would you, what tips would you give to somebody that was just moving into? A, uh, a similar kind of role uh, and was new to leading uh, and communicating with a number of employees? I think there's never one size fits all. It's about your organisation and your personality. Uh, but I think the thing is not to be frightened to communicate. I think people sometimes feel they're so worried about getting it wrong that they hold back. People want to hear if things don't work the first time, Try something different and particularly ask for feedback. Ask your employees what they need to know, how it's easiest for them to hear things. Do they want things over email? Do they want group sessions? And try and respond to those um, those feelings that they have and make communication work for them. Excellent stuff. Um, you mentioned Zoom before, um, Heather. Is the mood of uh, or the tone of communication on Zoom, is that, does that have to be a different thing than just emails or face-to-face? I think it's one of those things where you have to remember that uh, people are on show, there can be a little bit of a time delay, things don't always work. But even Zoom, it's not just about um, people speaking one at a time. You've got that great chat facility where you can try and get a bit of interaction going. Perhaps ask people to say one word about how they're feeling this morning and put it in the chat. And then you can get a whole, a very quick feel, maybe people will be able to get a bit of a smile and get some interaction going, which isn't just about the main meeting. There are all these different ways you can do things like that. Of course. Um, and that's if you're wanting to impart fairly positive news. What, what, what's the difficulties at the moment if, if you can't actually go into the office and I'm not saying get a dressing down from the boss, but maybe the boss wants to say something um, either admonished or you've been guided to do something slightly differently. How, how difficult think- must that be at the minute? I think it's really hard and I think there are, it's always important to do things like that on a one-to-one basis. Nobody wants to have any shortcomings that they may or may not have paraded in front of other people as well. This is where really it's nothing different in terms of communication, it's just about good management. Somebody who will perhaps take that person aside, talk about the positives, what they can do well and what they are doing well for the organisation, but suggest uh, where things could be improved, particularly in relation to the current situation. It's not like anybody has uh, a roadmap for how to work in this situation. We've all had to to find our way as we go along. And we've uh, emphasised the importance of good communication with regard to employees, um, uh, cl- clearly they're the, the a company's most important asset but 
we've also got to keep um, links open with our customers and suppliers too, Heather. Absolutely. Yes, that's really important too. And there are all the ways that one can do that now. People can have LinkedIn networks. Facebook's obviously really important. There are, it's almost sometimes there are so many channels, it's working out which is the most um, effective to use. And also when you're thinking about your message, crafting your words. I love that old quote, I think it's Winston Churchill, who said, I'm sorry for the length of this letter. I didn't have time to write a shorter one. It's, <laughs> it's much harder to, to, to really hone a message and think about it. But it does save everybody's time in the end, because if you think about it, you send out some massive screed that 20 people have all got to spend time reading, whereas it would have taken you an extra 20 minutes to make it really to the point, speaking to what people needed to do. It might be your time, but you've probably saved the organisation a huge amount of time in the end. And, and Heather, is that the kind of thing that, that you can do? I, say I'm, I'm sort of the uh, middle management and I have to write a report uh, in just the manner that you've just said. If I let you run your eye over that, are you going to come back and go, right, well, you don't need that bit and you don't need that bit and you can say that a little bit different? Is that what you do? Yes, we can do that, um, and it's it's about looking at your audience and and supporting people in writing those sort of communications. When it comes to things like the magazines we produce for people, we actually do that for them completely. Okay, uh, we will just look. Uh, I mean, our our special offer, if you like, to organisations is that we try and save them as much time as possible. When we produce magazines for our clients, the idea is that they don't give us or spoon feed us all the information that they need, the stories, the images, etc. All we look for is perhaps half an hour with the ops director or managing director to just tell us what's going on with the business. And we'll use our, our journalistic skills, if you like, to then look at what's going to be important to different audiences. And we use a lot of design as well. It's yeah. not just about the words. It's all about just finding the most effective way to communicate that we can. And, and in any publication, I think that the key thing is that you don't expect everybody to love every article you write, right. but you do hope that there'll be something in there for everyone. Uh, Heather, the, the fact that you, you do put a journalistic slant on everything that you do um, would also apply to press releases. And, uh, and, of course, with a press release, you have to be careful because it needs to be legally compliant. So presumably that's a big plus as well for, for the support that you give your customers. Yeah, so I, that's not really our focus. Our focus is very much on the internal communication within organisations. And there are people who focus very specifically on the external message. But what is really important is that the two are aligned. We work quite closely with marketing companies who are crafting the external me message for their organisation. And we look at the internal message. I mean, one of the worst things you can possibly do for employees, whether it's good news or bad bad news is make it the first time they hear about it is when they read about it in the local yeah, paper. That, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Um, I, 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 read, I read a story about uh, the gay f a guy from KMPG, and uh, he basically t told uh, the press that his workforce needed to book up. 
<laughs> and stop moaning. What a nice way of doing and, it. <laughs> and that led, in the end, to his resignation. You know, so you Well, I'm sure, yes, that wouldn't have gone down too well. <laughs> no, not too Absolutely clever, that not. isn't. That's brilliant. So, um, Heather, I think from a point of view of that, we've, we've worked out that... Um, the word is important, what you put together, how you say it as well, especially in today's climate. Um, if people wanted a bit more guidance, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, they can get in touch with us through our website, agendacommunication.com. You'll find us there and find numbers to get in touch with us. Uh, very happy to hear from anybody. I'm on LinkedIn personally, Heather Pritchett, uh, and happy to, for people to be in touch with me that way as well. Fabulous. So that's um, agendacommunication.com. Um, Agenda communication, singular, that's right. Oh, without the S, right. Agenda. Without the, well, that'll find us too, but yes, agendacommunication.com. That's wonderful. Heather, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for that uh, valuable insight. We took a lot away from that excellent stuff. Do you want to say hello to anybody? Um, well, I'd say hello to my family, my husband, Michael, all my colleagues at Agenda as well, and also to my wider business family, which is BNI South Cheshire. We're a business organisation who are working very hard to support each other in these strange times. Brilliant stuff. Now then, we had Good Vibrations as uh, one of the tunes we play for you. Uh, we've got another one lined up, A Change Is Gonna Come. How prophetic is that? Absolutely. Uh, the apps on the back of Boris's uh, announcement last night. Well, Changes are yes, on the way. It's a, it's a great song. Uh, it resonates for me because it reminds me of a fantastic holiday when we were allowed to do that sort of thing. Uh, it was a road trip where we... Um, my husband and I and another couple went along the Blues Highway, Highway 61, which unlike Route 66, it goes north to south in America, goes from um, New Orleans in the south right up to Chicago. Wow. And we heard some fabulous music along the way. But also, as you rightly say, I think it's a bit of a, an anthem for these times. It's well, it, been a long, hard year. It'll but, sit uh, in the uh, juxtaposition with our, with that song then, uh, the, the new roadmap for the UK. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just saying before, Heather, we hope uh, old Boris has got it the right way up. <laughs> we have. <laughs> and we're going north. Heather, it's been an absolute delight to speak to you. Thank you so much for your input. And uh, please do stay in touch, won't you? Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.